the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, and I welcome you back with us this morning as we share in our morning devotions. I trust that your hearts would be encouraged and that the things shared this morning would help you as you live your life and seek God's will for your life. The songwriter in the song entitled Sweet Will of God, he said, I'm tired of sin, foot sore and weary. The darksome path had dreary grown, but now a light has risen to cheer me. I find in thee my star, my son. The chorus said, Sweet will of God, still fold me closer till I am wholly lost in thee. Sweet will of God, still fold me closer till I am wholly lost in thee. Wow. This is someone that wants to know God's will for his life and want God to draw him closer so that he could fully understand the will of God and serve him to the best of his ability. Paul wrote to the Ephesians believers in chapter 5 and verse number 17 he says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. What is God's will for your life? What is God's will for my life? Wow. Let me just share with you a little of what I believe in regards to this matter that we are looking uh, at. When I study the scriptures, I can honestly say it is God's will that all men should be saved. Now, some people may not believe that, but I can prove to you from the scriptures that it is God's will, God's desire for men and women, boys and girls all over the world to be saved. He desires the salvation of everyone. Now, let me prove this to you from the scripture. The Bible teaches in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness. But look at this now. But is long-suffering to us, Lord, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. If you stop and pay attention to those words, you would notice that the scripture said, it is not God's will for man to perish. God is not willing that any should perish. But what is God's will? That all should come to repentance. In the book of Isaiah 45 and verse 22, Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. He's saying, look unto me. Oh, and be saved, all the ends, for I am God, and there is none else. What a God. Isaiah 53, verse 6 says, All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. I remember when John saw the Lord Jesus Christ coming, he turned to his audience and he said to them in John chapter 1 and verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God 
which taketh away the sins of the world. He did not say the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the Jews. Neither did he say the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the Gentiles. He did not say, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the righteous, or the good, or the pleasant, or the kind. He said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. And then in Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 7, where it is God's will that all men should be saved, the scripture says, The Spirit and the Bride says, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. He said, Whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. May I say to you, in his great mercy, God provided salvation to everyone, everywhere. It doesn't matter who you are. It matters not what you have done. It matters not how old you are. It doesn't matter how religious you are or non-religious you are. It doesn't matter how far you have gone, how much sins you have committed. In His mercy, God provided salvation for everyone and everywhere. But I am aware, and you need to be aware also, that not everybody everywhere will accept God's provision. He has made it possible that everyone everywhere can receive salvation. He doesn't run out of salvation, but we are aware that not everyone everywhere will receive the gift. The Word of God never leads us to believe that all will be saved, but it does teach that all may be saved. There's a second thing that I've noticed that I wish to share with you. And that is, it is God's will that those whom he saved should be sanctified. Yes, it is his will that those whom he saved should be sanctified. I like how he puts it in, um, in 1 Thessalonians in chapter 4, reading from verse 1 to verse number 4. And as I share these uh, devotions with you, I'm happy to share with you what the scripture says and not what Brother Roderick says. In verse 1 to verse number 4, he says, Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how you are to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more. For ye know what commandment ye gave you by the Lord Jesus. Verse 3. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. What a word. He said that it is God's will for his children to live holy, sanctified lives. Holy has to do with spiritual perfection. It has to do with righteousness. Peter also wrote about that, and he said something that I wish to bring to your attention in 1 Peter chapter 4, and in verse number 1 to verse number 5. Here is what he said, and I want to read it for you so that you could understand it. And some folks may wonder, but why is it that 
you know whenever you are saying something you go back to the bible and you have to read well the truth of the matter is the bible is the only proof that we have so in first peter chapter 4 verse 1 to verse number 5 he says for as much then as christ had suffered for us in the flesh arm yourselves likewise with the same mind for he that had suffered in the flesh had ceased from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his life in the flesh to the lust of men but to the will of God for the time past of your life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when ye walk in lasciviousness lust excess of wine reveling banqueting and abominable idolatries wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot speaking evil of you who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead what am i saying to you i am saying to you that it is god's will that you and i live sanctified lives lives that are set aside from the world lives that are not involved in in worldly practices what a god it is his will that those whom he saved should be sanctified so i ask you this morning are you saved and if you are saved are you sanctified are you living the separated life unto the lord jesus christ if not look back in the word of god and see what is god's will for your life and be in his will father we thank you so much that we can go to your word and understand these things and help us dear god as we go to your word and understand these things dear father that we would apply these things to our lives and we will be all that you would have us to be thank you for the your word and the clarity of it help it to speak to us and change our lives and make us the persons you would have us to be may your will be done in and through us in jesus name i pray amen let me say god bless you thank you so much for listening be careful Have a great day in the Lord.